to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Holy smokes, Batman. It's Gaggle of Geeks on 2SER. Sweet sounds of geese honking, sweet sounds of the weekend coming, sweet sounds of gaggle of geeks. Hello. <laughs> that was beautiful, Sophie. Thank you. I, I tried. really enjoyed that. I tried really hard. I feel that like you didn't try, but it, yet it still worked. <laughs> I felt like it just came out really naturally and I just went along with that journey and it was beautiful. Thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> I'm Sophie Lai. I'm Tali Olatia. And this is Gaggle of Geeks, your weekly podcast about all things pop and geek culture. All the good stuff. Everything good. <laughs> and this week it was pretty exciting for if you're a Harry Potter fan. Yes. Um, very exciting if you're a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Because not only was there a trailer, mm. there was also some um, long, like, long-weighted speculation, some rumours, some mm. theories that J.K. Rowling finally, after 20 years, was like, yes. Mic drop. That was what happened. See, this is what annoys me about her lately. Every time it's like she'll just be like, yeah, that was just in the wings waiting. And I'm like, your series ended 10 years ago. <laughs> Do you know what I really loved? There was this really funny tweet that I saw during the week, which is, mm. wasn't the of, the big news, obviously. But it was this tweet that had said something like JK Rowling. Do you know that moment in um, Harry Potter where Dumbledore says he's got like a scar on his knee that is the shape of the London Underground? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just this great detail. He's having this conversation with Harry and that comes up as like, this is what my scar looks like. Da, da, da. Ra, ra, ra. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Anyway, someone's gone, you put that in the book because it was like, for whatever reason, yet you never mentioned that Dumbledore's gay because her reason for not saying was it was not integral to the plot. It's like, well, how was her, like his birthmark or whatever this scar was on his <laughs> knee integral to the plot? So it's one of those things that I think she's just dropping bombs later. Yeah. And now people are like, wait a second. Was wait that always the plan? Because, you know, otherwise you have been saying other stuff. So, mm. Yeah. But yeah, the final trailer for The Crimes of Grindelwald or Fantastic Beasts, The yes. Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> I want to say it looks Eastern European, so I'm going to go <laughs> W is V, Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah, maybe then JK Rowling in another 20 years will be like, Sophie was right. It was Grindelwald. <laughs> Grindelwald. <laughs> Grindelwald, you totally nailed it. Um But yes, the trailer came out and the big thing that Mm. was revealed in this trailer was that Nagini, 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 (laughs) we have this, this is, this is the Hermione, Hermione, all over again. Hermione one. (laughs) Hermione one. I always read it as Nagini in the books. Yeah, so did I. What is it? Nagini. 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 I should know since I watched Lost Girl and the male version is Naga. Naga. <laughs> it's like, oh. No. It's the natural <laughs> next step, the natural progression. Um, anyway, the trailer came out and what it showed is that Nagini mm. is a woman mm. who transformed into a snake yes. because a lot of people thought that she was an animagus. Animagus. Yeah. Animagus. 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 Um, which was like Peter Pettigrew and Professor McGonagall, who could turn yep. into an animal and then go back into their human form. And it turns out that 
no, no, no. Nagini is not one of those. She's another. It's one mm. of those. I feel that she's making Mal- up words. Maledictus? Maledictus. Yes. Yeah. That looked right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're finally. Is it pronounced it- right? Who knows? And Who then we're finally in the movie. It's like, maledictus. 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 <laughs> um, Look, I didn't study Latin. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So it turns out that that, um, that she is a maledictus, which means that she, it's maledictus only happened to women. Mm-hmm. And it's a blood curse that is passed on from the mother to the daughter. And over a time, like they start off as human and then transform into a snake might come back into a human, but then slowly just take on full-on snake form. Which explains why she is just snake by the time it hits Harry. Yes. Yep. Era. Yeah, because these are like way back in the pasty past times. Pasty past times. But it does make you think like then when obviously um, Voldemort turns Nagini into one of his horcruxes and mm-hmm. then like gets stabbed, it's like, oh, you're actually killing a cursed woman, which is then sad. Yeah. As opposed to a snake. Hmm. It's, I think, oh, or, it's just. It's or did he kill someone else and then shove it into Nagini? Okay. You just got so much more deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how one does the shoving of a soul into a living thing. Yeah. Because they're always like objects and then they're like, he's one of them is a living thing. But then, but Harry is a living thing too. That was an accident. He, he was an accidental Horcrux. Yeah. So, but it's just saying that maybe he can mm. insert his Horcrux soul into living things, yes. and therefore maybe Nagini didn't have to die. I don't know, J.K. Rowling. You can you can tell us. You can be like, this is the new theory. Yes. Um, but there was also another funny thing. So when that came out, and she was like, "Oh, I've been sitting on this for twenty years. It is true. Like Nagini was a woman, and this is what's all going on." And then someone. Um, because she was obviously replying to people on Twitter, someone yeah. had tweeted and been like, "Oh, so you, so in the Philosopher's Stone, like the first time that Harry realizes he can speak parcel tongue and he speaks to that snake in the zoo, was that Nagini?" And she's <laughs> like, "Oh man, I thought I'd put this to rest a long time ago. That is not Nagini. Totally different snake." And it's like, <laughs> well, the world that you live in right now, J.K. Rowling. Who knows anymore? Who knows? Who knows? Because you're just coming out left, right, and centre with new revelations <laughs> that were never seen in the book. But like on the whole Dumbledore is gay thing, like they got quite a bit of flack like yeah. earlier because they were like, no, this film, you won't see anything. Yeah. And everyone was like, are you serious? Because that, yeah. This whole, this whole like chapter is supposed to be about Dumbledore and Grindelwald, who yeah. everyone knows thanks to her little mic drops on Twitter yeah. instead of the actual books that they were in love. Yes. Well, well Dumbledore well, was in love with Grindelwald, I said. A bit more one-sided. Yeah. But do you not – is there not an image when Dumbledore looks well, into the mirror of – Well, that's just the mirror of Erised. Yeah. Well, that was just it. I was like, oh, I guess they took on people's criticism on board. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, that is the sign that everyone was waiting for. <laughs> Because we were like, oh, all you need sometimes is just a look, something yep. to imply he was in love with him. And then I yep. was just like, maybe that's it. Oh, that's it. Oh, my God. Then why did you say it wasn't discussed at all? <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those contradictory things, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, but yeah, so it seems Dumbledore's most definitely gay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who likes tea. Yeah. <laughs> We've learned so much about him. We've learned so much about Thanks, him. Dumbledore. Ten points for Dumbledore for living his best life. Keep pouting, Jude Law. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Jude Law. But, yeah, but it was interesting when he was looking in the mirror, they actually had um, Jamie Campbell Bower, who played young Grindelwald in the yeah. Harry Potter series in the oh, flashbacks. Oh, that's a good concept. So he was like, 
hands out, touchy, touchy. <laughs> and it was young Grindelwald transforming into older ugh, Johnny uh, Depp version. <laughs> he's so creepy. He does not look healthy in that. No, it was, um, I watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them just in the, like, the excitement of it all. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was just going to watch it again. And it is a moment where um, I was calling Farrell. No, yeah. yeah, Colin. I always get Colin Farrell and Colin Firth confused, and I don't know why because I love Colin Firth and Colin Farrell. Like he's the Irish one. He's the Irish like, one though. He's much younger. Know, exactly. It's <laughs> very different. But when I earring. go to say their names, there's just this moment where I go, "Is Farrell the Irish one or the old man one?" Where Colin Farrell is revealed to mm. be Grindelwald mm. and I.E. Johnny Depp. And it's just so disappointing. It's not a shock. Like, oh, I didn't see that coming. It's like, ah. Oh. So for me, when uh, that was like, oh, that just left a really bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, Because exactly. that was like when Johnny Depp was at the peak of the Amber Heard scandal. Yeah. And it was just... Exactly. Oh, and that's what it was watching it again. You just go, oh, that just... You know what's coming up. You just... Mm. Oh. Well, this is the thing with this film. I've been so like, oh. like honestly, if you recast this, it would yeah. have just been been fine. Like, no, we have to keep Johnny Depp. And I was like, literally, he's in it like, for one scene. Yeah. No one would have blinked if you replaced exactly. him. Exactly. You just have another guy. Like, it's more the white hair and the look. Yeah. And yeah, and just like, they replaced Pippa on Home and Away and mm-hmm. she was like quite integral. She was a mother. And you just need a little bit of dialogue to be like, Grindelwald, Grindelwald, you are Grindelwald. My name is Grindelwald. Okay. And the audience goes, okay, this is and fine. We like, can what, deal with this. Two years since yes. they released the last one. Like, yeah. People would have, okay, they'll have been yep. lip cool, whatever. They would have been fine. Or they would have gone, hey, mm. Johnny Depp's being a bit of an asshole. Mm. Like, we don't support him. You've moved him on. We support that. Mm. Cool. Like, we're on board with this. Yeah. And then that weird comic on appearance oh, at San Diego. God. I think that that was a show to be like, ooh, maybe they're not happy with Johnny Depp. And yeah. he's going to feature a lot more in this movie yeah. than he did in the previous one. What's going to happen? Well, you didn't see him much in previous trailers. And previous trailers were yeah. a bit more like subdued, kept a bit more of the mystery. Or this one's like, all right, here action. he is. Because <laughs> <laughs> probably when they signed the contract, they were mm. like, we'll still pay you lots of dollars for the first one, but you'll barely be in it. Mm. And he's like, cool. And then they're like, but the second one, time to shine. Mm. And now it's just like, oh, there's there's literally no avoiding that he will be there. Yeah. Which yeah. is upsetting. Um, but the other interesting thing that came out from the um, Fantastic Beast trailer mm. is there was some criticism yep. of um, Nagini. Yep. Yes, we've got it. It is <gasps> not Nagini. <laughs> Nagini. <laughs> it's like Nagini in the bottle, like Christina exactly. Aguilera. <laughs> Just think of it. Nagini. <laughs> okay, cool. I've got it now. Nagini. <laughs> um, yes, and the actress who plays Nagini, mm-hmm. who. Claudia Kim. Claudia Kim um, is Asian. Yeah. And so people have said because Nagini is obviously an Asian woman. Mm. And so people have said, oh, well, there's a white man who is, um, is it Claude Clamp? The one who was possessed in the first movie. Right. Ezra Miller. It's like Claude. Claude Credence. Credence. <laughs> Credence. Credence. <laughs> we got that. That's You're the one was... who just rewatched the I film. I know. 
<laughs> That's why I was like, I was still like so in the Nagini, the Hermione, the Colin Firth, Colin Farrell. Like, Credence was never going to get there. But I was in my head, I was going Claudence, and I was like, Claudence is not a word or a name or an anything. Claudence. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, and I couldn't get out of it. But I was like, I'm seeing a C, and I'm seeing it. Nagini belongs to Credence, mm. so i.e. Asian woman belongs to white man. Yeah. And people have said, well, is that racist? And in the ideas of ownership that she, like the Asian woman, Mm. and it was this idea that, you know, you get so desperate, like Hollywood gets so desperate to diversity and to do all that stuff. They just went, yeah, we'll put an Asian woman in without realising the context potentially around it. Yeah, because um, they'll say first she belongs to Credence and then later belongs to Voldemort. Yes. And where she's like... Pretty much just in snake form. So she's like literally a pet yeah. for another white man who believes mm. in Nazi rhetoric. <laughs> so it's like, okay. And then it was also like, you know, Asian women have always been exoticized and yeah. objectified. Like, you know, yeah. people go, he's like, yeah, just going to get an Asian chick for the night. Yeah. That kind of yeah. thinking. That, and that idea of yellow fever too. Mm. And yeah. yeah. And, and a snake is an exotic animal on top of that. Yeah. So it was that kind of, yeah, hmm. Like, These are multiple levels. Of- multiple levels. Like, what are you thinking, Hollywood? Yeah. But was in the book, um, did J.K. Rowling ever say that she was Asian? Like in the same way, like Cho Chan? No, well, Nagini was just a snake in the books. Yeah. She was never anything so there but was a snake. Yeah. It was when people like were finally like, oh, my God, she was a woman beforehand. There was yeah. no indication of ethnicity. Yeah. And so they're, you know, they're like, oh, maybe, yes. Maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. Mm. But, or, you know, when they wrote it, they didn't have a race in mind. And then yeah. Claudia Kim was probably amazing and then <laughs> fell <laughs> into like, it. And now it's just you. like... Oops. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Has Claudia come out and said anything in response to that? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. Sorry, just putting you on the spot there. Because do you know how sometimes they often do and say, actually, I'm all right with this. This is fine. Or no. Or cited. Yeah. I don't think she has yet. But yeah, It's still probably quite early. It's just criticism right now. And I'm sure she'll <laughs> respond aptly going, this film is amazing. <laughs> We're in the criticism phase and then yeah. we'll move on to the defense yeah. phase. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Look, we Look, will. She might be the breakout star. Well, I feel like the hype after the trailer, it's all about her. Mm. So I don't think that that is completely preposterous. Mm. Oh, it's not far now, November 17th. So close. So close. You could almost taste it. Oh my goodness. You know what's not close for you? What? A good play. <laughs> I'm so sad. I think I've said on this podcast because I was so excited. It's coming out on the 27th. It's coming out on the 27th. Hey, Sophie, did you know The Good Place is coming out on the 27th? And it's stupid American 27th, which means it's Australian the 28th, which means I think I worked. It's either Friday or Saturday because I don't know what day it is today. I just know it's not Good Place Day. No, today's the 27th, which means here which means it's the 26th there, which means tomorrow is their 27th, yep. which means it's our 28th, yep. which means it might be tomorrow. might be tomorrow night. So you are getting it. But then it might be. I don't know why I figured it, that it might, somehow <laughs> might be Saturday. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Oh, dear. Like my hope is it's available at five o'clock tomorrow. Mm. That is my hope. But 
I somehow have either worked out, I've either done bad math or heard bad math that makes me think that it could be Saturday. Whatever you do, don't make us do anything with maths or accounting. I know, or, or remembering names or <laughs> anything, anything that requires any skill. Don't make us do it. No. It's too we much. will not succeed. <laughs> but I am very excited for The Good Place. Who knows what will happen? There are many a theory. We just know that they're back on Earth and that they're alive. Good stuff. Yes. Very good stuff. That is that is excitement. <laughs> but the other thing that dropped this week was another trailer. Yes. This time it is the Dark Phoenix trailer. Dun, dun, dun. So the next one in the X-Men franchise, mm. um, focusing on Jean Grey, played by Sophie Turner of Game of Thrones. I know. Hey. It's so funny. It's, at the moment I saw, see her, I'm like, Sansa Stark. And I was like, wait a minute. What? What are you doing? No. no. Sansa. What are you doing? Sansa. 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 <laughs> and it's always so funny because like, I always, like Sansa always to me was a nothing character until the last season where she really just kind of came into her own. Mm. So there was She was a moment, biding her time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. But she was biding her time for a really long time. So it. Like and in comparison to her sister Arya, Arya, I was just like, um, you're not as exciting, Sansa, whatever, Sansa, whatever. Um, and so then whenever I see Sophie Turner, I obviously think Sansa, and I'm like, oh, boring. And then so when I was watching the trailer, the immediate thing was like, oh, Sansa, boring. And I was like, oh, where Sansa not boring? <laughs> Sansa can do things. Sansa's doing things. Sansa's got skills. Mm. Mm. So this one it was interesting because um, I think this one was pushed back because. The Disney Fox merger screwed yeah, up Fox's uh, original um, of it, and I think they had to make some tweaks and do some pickups uh, because to be Disney approved, I guess. That is so annoying. Yeah, um, but you know, from this trailer, it doesn't look too bad. It doesn't have you know Jason Isaac and no, he's the guy from Hook <laughs> and Harry Potter. He's Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> Oh my god, wouldn't that be a crossover? I know, right? And then there's a Death Eater. Death Eater. No, I was talking about Oscar Isaac, who played Apocalypse, who could wore so much makeup he could barely move his face. I was like, okay, they've gone back to basics (laughs) at least. But yeah, it's the rise of Dark Phoenix, and Mm. you see a lot of characters returning. You've got Mystique's is back. Yep. James McAvoy. Yes. Michael Fassbender. Mm -hmm. Beasties in there. You've got a bit of Nightcrawler. So you're, yeah. you're seeing familiar faces, mm-hmm. but the it's the reception's been quite mixed on social yeah. media already. Because it's like Jean Grey's Genesis story as her as a mm-hmm. child, and then the um, <laughs> say Professor X. It is Professor X. I don't know what is happening today. I'm seriously doubting any name that comes <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> um, and the experiments that kind of happened there and it's mm. like you went too far you always go too far and so there's this there's this build I get that, that it was supposed to be quite a dramatic trailer mm. and it didn't feel that it was like oh, it was just like yeah it's like oh cool another X-Men cool yeah. but yeah like people's reactions have been pretty much okay um well these guys were pretty much bit parts in Apocalypse we barely got to know them so yeah. you're focusing everything on them, on them and yeah it was like, oh, okay. And others are just like, oh, dear. Yeah. We thought this was done, finished. <laughs> Why? And others have been, well, nothing can beat Logan. <laughs> so it's been a very mixed response. Yeah. Well, but, they're probably just trying to get some more bang out of their bark. I know. Well, so it just starts I mean, it's already big. been filmed like before the merger happened. So yeah. it's still going out. But, mm. 
yeah, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, oh, another X-Men movie. This one's going to be another fun popcorn one. <laughs> I, I have no loyalty to X-Men anymore. Why do you think that is? Um, well, like, you know, you watch the first couple and they were, like, incredible for their time. Yep. And then three was just abysmal. Mm-hmm. First class was fun, like, really fun. Yeah. Um, Days of Future Past was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Mainly stolen by the guy who plays Quicksilver in it, Evan Peters. Hilarious. Then, yeah, Apocalypse was bad. Like, really bad. (laughs) I went to a midnight screen and nearly dozed off a few times. Oh, no, which is not what you want. No, it's definitely not what you want. And then, then, yeah, then you had, like, you know, Logan, which was just amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like they just continue with, like, we're going to get dark and really dark. So, so, so dark. Oh, lighten up your X-Men. <laughs> it's so funny. Do you remember the um, X-Men cartoon series that used that to be on TV so ages good. ago? Yeah, that was fantastic. But it had a good balance of like yeah. fun and dark yeah. but still fun. Yeah. And I think that's what worked in Days of Future Past. Like yeah. there were a lot of funny bits in what yeah. was a very dramatic movie. Yeah. And he's like, like you, know, you need that levity and you just don't get it lately. Yeah. Yeah. Dark, dark, dark. I think it's like, do you reckon we've changed as viewers and as audience members? Mm. Whereas before we were happy to watch a dark movie and we were happy to watch a comedy and we were happy to watch just like very specific ones. Mm. And now maybe we don't have as much time or we just want more because we know that more is possible. But it just goes, oh, this is tiresome. There's nothing new in this. You have to also keep me entertained with some light and shade or do you reckon that's just general storytelling is to have light and shade without all being like doom and gloom and dark and it gets a bit monotonous otherwise well like if you're looking at superhero movies you've got your super camp from back in the day yeah like you know batman batman Mm. robin era like super super camp and then it was like all right death of superhero movies for a while yeah and then it kind of came back a bit with um Iron Man, which was fun. It was yep. funny. Yeah. And then, you know, Marvel really took it there with fun and funny. Then everyone got sick of it. Yeah. So they're like, all right, is this a comedy now? What's going on? Kind yep. of vibe. While, like, on the DC side, they were like, all right, we'll raise you. We'll go super, super, super dark. <laughs> like, you know, with Batman Begins. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, this is amazing. This Batman's so, so dark because they were used to camp. Yeah. And then. It went too much again. Like everything just went really dark. Like Justice League and yeah. you know Superman was went really really dark. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, get over yourself. So they probably went, oh, they want comedy. Let's give them lots of comedy. And it's like too much comedy. Well, that oh, that was it. Now like, they want dark. Let's give them more dark. Yeah, no, it's too much. It was dark. like Marvel was like more comedy. Yeah. while DC was like dark, dark, dark. And it's like, can anyone find like a bloody balance? Here? It's like the Goldilocks zone of mm, movies, like that mix between dark and comedy as a viewer that you just go, yes, and this is hitting the right spot. Well, they're getting there a bit better now, I think, because yeah. I think they've realised people don't want just dark or just fun and yeah. funny. Like, you know, Thor, Ragnarok. Yeah. That had both. That had both. Like, it was my entertaining. God, <laughs> entertaining while at the same time, Thor literally is like trying to fight <laughs> someone committing genocide on his homeland. So your theory, if I read this right, so <laughs> is that you should just get Taika Waititi to direct everything all the time, forever and always. I'm sorry I'm not J.J. Abrams. They say, oh, Taika, we wish we called you J.J. Abrams. Yes. 
he gets like, the sweet spot of like making you want to cry while also making you want to laugh. <laughs> I love that you just had that waiting. The yes. moment Taika Waititi is mentioned, I will have that ready to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but this, but he does make a good point in that in Thor Ragnarok, he did exactly mm. that in that it could have been a really depressing and dark thing like, hey, we want to kill everyone. Yeah. And yet you're sitting there laughing in a really lovely way. Yeah. Crying laughing from like both, you know, sadness and happiness. It's like, oh, emotions. But like, yeah. And then you get your action scenes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's totally like, and that's another thing, like Black Panther Mm. did – light shade darkness comedy Mm. really well as well because even when there were like intense fight scenes and intense like you killed my father you did all this like you know Mm. craziness i'm going to avenge stuff then you've got the sister who is making like light-hearted jokes or just like like other like comedic moments Moments. in that that you just go oh they're they're having fun this Mm. is not like yeah, sometimes when it gets too dark, you're just like, oh, you're totally fixated on, you know, saving the day or like mm. your troubled past or anything like that. That as a viewer, you just go, oh, this is okay. Like, kind of, yeah, and cheer up. Yeah, like in Infinity War, like that was a super dark movie and yeah. a lot of continu- continuity. But, you know, if it weren't for Spider Man in it, yeah, cracking jokes, like, <laughs> my God. <laughs> It'd just be, yeah. yeah. And then it becomes a bit of a, like, a slug to watch it because yeah. you just like and keep that's like it a going. Two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Like, you didn't have like moments of Spider-Man cracking jokes or like you know the Guardians of the Galaxy doing their thing. Yeah, it's oh, this is this is heavy, man. <laughs> this is this is too much. Um, when does the Dark Phoenix come out? I think. Ooh, good question. I think it was early next year. Oh, is it? soon. It feels like there are so many things that are coming out like all at the same time. Too many things, Sophie's Googling. We're going to tell you the answer very, very soon. But it's never that easy when you try to use Google. Cool. I had it right. I'll cut that bit out. (laughs) Are you saying that my song was not amazing? (laughs) It's accurate, but I'm offended. (laughs) Yes. So um, when does it come out, Dark Phoenix? It says February 2019 in the States. I assume. February 14. Is that not Valentine's Day? It is is the Deadpool slot from number one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it is Valentine's Day. Interesting date night movie. I think the best Valentine's Day is when I went and saw Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Two of my best girlfriends. I had a bottle of wine. Friend had a bottle of vodka in her bag. Yeah. And we just got so <laughs> drunk in the cinema, laughing. Like, it was like a comedy. And then there yeah. were actual couples in front of us, like, shushing us. Oh, they were no. so upset. And we're like, you cannot take this as a romance seriously. I am sorry. But was it a couple couple? So, so on their date night, they went to go see Fifty Shades of Grey, oh. not ironically. Yeah. Because they were obviously shushing you, so they were mm-hmm. not being ironic about it. They Mm-mm. were probably there with their notebooks and, like, with tips for later <laughs> on. Like, oh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is wild. Mm. That is wild. You know, treat it like comedy because it is so bad. Oh, my God, it is so bad. They've finished that now, haven't oh, they? thank God they have. Have they? Yeah. Wow. I've totally missed, like, I think I started reading the books and then I just went, oh, okay, I'm over this. And it was so, so boring. Yeah. There were th- three books or four books? There was three books. 
But yeah, it's so boring. And the movie, wow, because I swear I've watched one movie and I've read maybe one and a half books. Oh, you got to the half point. I only read one book and it was just like, well, that was dull. Not to mention, like, we work in media, Tali. Yeah. Who in their right minds, who is a journalist, would send their roommate to go in their stead to interview the CEO of a major company? Oh, my God. Thank you. I literally, <laughs> there are some moments where I just go plot points. I have to ignore them because that's not how world the world works. But, yeah, Anastasia, literally... <laughs> Her roommate was like, I'm sick. Can you go instead to interview like this billionaire who's like the world's most eligible bachelor? And it's like a really exclusive interview that I can't reschedule or do anything for. Like, can you just please go instead? Someone who is not media trained at all. No. And like literally the only thing that saved that interview is that the Christian Grey was like, oh, you're hot and I can't deal with you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Literally anything other than him being attracted to her, that ends as a train wreck, an absolute train wreck. World's worst interview. And even then, she didn't actually ask that many questions, which was good because he was so distracted by her pencil or something stupid like that. I just, I I remember very intimate details about that scene. No other scene, just that scene, because I was like, nah, this is not realistic. This would never happen. There were multiple levels on why this is wrong. I mean, I'm sorry, you can't reschedule. You call your editor and your editor goes and does it. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I was just like. If you can't do it, you send another journalist to go and do it or an editor to do it or you explain it and try and risk it. Like, I don't think she tried hard enough because there's just no way that she went, I'm feeling sick. And was she that sick? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, I'll just send my roommate who's got no journalism experience to go interview this guy. She has no idea what she's doing. There were multiple things wrong with that book and that was just one of them. So many things. E.L. James tried to write a book. There's also a lot of grammatical errors I remember in that book as well. Mm. You've got to question her editors. Yeah. Who is proofreading this? <laughs> I think I literally went to this stage where the idea of mummy porn or like mum fan fiction, because I think it came off the end of like Twilight time. Well, and it, they was went, a, it was a fan fiction yeah, of Twilight. Yeah. And so I th- Set in the modern day yeah. with older people who well, went to kink. And that was the thing because I think that they realised the popularity of Twilight amongst the older mother like category. So they were like, oh, this is popular. And Let's that, turn this into a movie. And that series ended real weird too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I forget about that and then I remember weirdly. <laughs> it was just like, oh, you're going to wait 18 years so her daughter is league. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's really funny. And it's funny that you say that today because mm. I like – had a nap well didn't really have a nap but I was just kind of resting on my watch and then what happened is my watch like the like the holes of the watch band imprinted on my face and I was like oh my god I've been imprinted on it like and I just thought of Jacob like and I was like that is the worst thing ever and I was like oh my god it was such a shit scene and yet has forever ruined the word imprint for me and that scenario Mm. like just thinking of that was the worst part of what then happened because I then had to go to the doctors with like a watch <laughs> imprint on my face. As you were. As I was a normal person. As you were. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, oh wow. I was just like, we just started to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. And it really went off tangent. But <laughs> next week, though, Venom comes out. Yes. Are you excited? Well, 
yeah, it's like an anti-hero movie with Tom Hardy who has a really big tongue. What more do you <laughs> want? That trailer was wild. It's just, I just love, like, you go into Tumblr afterwards and I just love everyone's reaction. The thirst. The thirst of, oh, tonguey. <laughs> tonguey. It's also funny, like, Tom Hardy... Like, the roles that he plays are largely just covering his face or mm. there's something going on, like, when he was Bane. It's like, yeah, let's put something in front of his face. Mm. It's like, Tom Hardy is a beautiful man. Like, mm. maybe just let him be beautiful without the craziness. <laughs> I don't know, just throwing it out there. It's just rude, you know? Controversial, but throwing it out there, throwing it out there. He does have a beautiful face and, and how much he loves his dog. Aww. And then when his dog dies, I'm like, no! <laughs> I used to love when he used to see him on the red carpet and he brought his dog with him. It was so cute. So pure. Love it so so much. Love it so much. So nice. So, so nice. So nice. But on a different note. Yes. So, I don't know. (laughs) It happened last week, but it's funny enough that I'm going to bring it up now. Okay. This is a safe space. (laughs) So, like, usually in comics they have, like, you know, a code, you know, where it sits. And... Generally, they don't get very sexual. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sophie. Generally, they don't get pretty sexual. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> I what I just want to know is, did you re, were you reminded of this when you we were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, and you were like, "What are some other sexual things?" I know this news from last week. It was more Tom Hardy's tongue. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got there. Okay, continue. So. DC were like, you know what, we're going to be a bit more edgy. So they released a new Batman series. Yeah. So, and it's called Damned. They've kind of added a bit more to their adult line mm-hmm. because the, the Batman got his peen out. What? <laughs> what? In what? In what context? So I think it's just a panel where he's getting dressed and it's literally, you see, and it's like really heavily shadowed, but you see the outline of his penis in it. Twitter went mad with hashtag bat dick. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, was it a flaccid penis or an erect penis? Flaccid. And you could see outline. Girthy. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think it's already sold out there. And it's like, you know, it's by Brian um, Azarello, who is amazing comic book writer. Yeah. Um, I want to Google bat dick. <laughs> how, how, how quickly will I regret this is the question. And, you know, it's it's a story about Batman and John Constantine. Um, so, you know, it's like a proper dramatic story, but no story could top the fact that everyone was fascinated by Bat-Dick. I, I am both regretting that I Google imaged Bat-Dick and also not regretting that I Google imaged Bat-Dick. There was one where I'm just looking at now from um, Twitter handle Shiz Ahan says, and it's just Batman as a dick. Like his whole thing is him being a, like a comic dick. Oh, and then so there's an actual. You, you see the Batawang as some people. No, I, I got distracted because then I saw. A real, I think that that's a real bat. Oh. <laughs> what are you looking at? I just looked up bat dick in Google Images and I thought I'd get to the thing that everyone wanted and I obviously haven't. It is this thing. There. Yes. Oh, you found it. Good on you. <laughs> well, it was going to end up. Well, this is the thing is that there were so many joke images. I didn't know what the real one was. But yeah, oh. so this is from their more darker 
more adult line. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah, you can definitely see that that is penis. It, oh, it most certainly is. Well, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, so, But do you know what's... Okay, this is what I just think is hilarious. Mm. Imagine the person who had to shade... Batman's penis to be like it's all dark and shadowy but we still have to make sure that people know that it is a penis so we need to shade very meticulously the size of it well the artist was Lee Bermejo so he would have probably done all that shading just been like just oh, perfectly. Just perfectly do it but um, um I think in the digital edition DC actually censored it so they blurred it out but you could get the uncensored one in like the print version. Oh my goodness, I love uh. it. Because um, someone did try and censor it on my Google images and they just put an eggplant emoji there. So it's like delightful. 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 I hope it's the eggplant emoji in like <laughs> that actual print edition. If you like, you know, open your comicsology and suddenly it's like eggplant on Batman. Oh, well, I cannot wait for the movie adaptation of that. <laughs> it's like one of you guys has to. So is the thing, is he naked? Yeah. And that's why you can see it? Yeah, he's just wandering around in the Batcave naked, clearly. <laughs> okay. So, because I, I was about to say, like, when he's just wearing his bat suit. No, I'm thinking too much about, like, okay. This is the problem when we start talking about bat dick. It's all the, like, Yeah, so if you want to check it out, it's on penis. DC's black label. So they're more adult line. Yeah. But, you know. They sexualize all the female characters all the time. Yeah, suddenly so you could do it for the, the, the male ones as well. Yeah, but of yeah. course that gets its own. Just <laughs> its own label. <laughs> Never mind the fact in the 90s, like, you know, most of the female characters were like, you know, in the idiotic, bittiest, yeah. one star out, like, swimsuit. Yes. It's like. Never mind that. And literal, like, boobs that would, like, knock them out at the moment they started running because they were just, like, not proportionate to their body or slash would need a support bra. So it's like, hmm, we're going to show some wang. All right, let's make a new label. Yes. (laughs) It is wang worthy of its own label. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) What's called Batman damned? (laughs) That damn. That damn. Oh, man. What but, yeah. has happened? What has happened to the world? Oh, but, you know, they did do some butt shots in there too, so. Something Every- something for everyone. Something for everyone. So, just looking at the full panel, it's like, yeah, it's literally Batman oh. getting undressed. <laughs> He's literally muscle on muscle. There's at least eight eight packs. Oh, don't you love good artists? <laughs> My God. This is like. If anything, I feel like he would have needed to take a shower after that. He would just been like, oh, amazing. Also, I'm like, messy? You're just throwing your, like, Kevlar, like, armor on the ground? Not cool, man. Alfred just probably going around and picking it up. I know. Like, the poor man is old. He's going to have a bad back um, by yeah. now. He's like, it's all right, Master Bruce. I'll clean up after you. It's like, just put a towel around you or something. <laughs> So wait, has he just got out of the Batmobile in the Batcave? Yeah. Just stripped off? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just went to like, oh, life of orphans. <laughs> just like, life of rich orphans. <laughs> yeah, that is just like, whatever, I don't care. Alfred will pick it up afterwards. Oh, what about if Robin had walked in? That's, exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Oh, if it was his son, Damien, that would have been hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, look. That, that, that. 
Oh my goodness. Oh. Does that just make your day? Yes. I'm now <laughs> probably going to tell people slash feel like I have to delete my Google image searches <laughs> because like just typing bat dick was not specific <laughs> enough. There was too much content. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I will probably be scarred. So thank you. You're welcome. Apologies to any listeners who weren't expecting that to be so explicit. <laughs> to be fair, it was like a trage- like it was you were going down. So there were chances where you could leave the ride. <laughs> Go wait a second. This is not appropriate and you would have like switched off and if you did switch off you then missed the whole bat dick saga. And here oh, we what are. joy. What, what joy. joy. <laughs> Well, Tali, happy long weekend. Happy long weekend. I think we need an extra day to recover from this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy geeking, everyone, and have a great time at Oz Comic Con if you are heading there. Cosplay away. Buy all the merch you want. God. Live your best life. Live your best life. Till next week. Bye. Bye.